0: today bucks with a dominating win last night packers getting ready for the stretch run i know it's kind of crappy weather but uh tonight we're down at steny's for the huddle looking forward to that second and national walkers point six to eight tonight all brought to you by our friends at bud light looking forward to it should be a good crowd should be a lot of fun tonight so looking forward to all of that it's a good good wednesday today Feeling good. today. I had some meetings this morning. Got a got a chance to take care of some business and get some stuff done. Got to actually got some sleep last night, so feeling rather spry today. Ben, how you doing today? Uh,
1: oh, probably as the weather. Little little dreary. <laughs> sleepy? Cappy? Wet? Crappy? Yeah. Okay. Wet. Why are you wet? No. Just <laughs> just emotionally.
0: <laughs> okay. Just I woke up wet today. Had no idea why. Either there's a leak in the ceiling, or I peed to bed. I don't remember. It's like the old uh, Ron White, uh, the comedian. He says, "You know what? I went out drinking last night. We were in Vegas, and I don't know what happened. You got to check security, but somebody broke into my room and pooped my pants in the middle of the night. <laughs> that's the that's the kind of thing. Like if I woke up wet, you don't know why. Got to look within yourself. Just saying." Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. We got a lot of stuff today, don't we? A lot of stuff, just stuff on the on the docket, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Mark Schofield, uh, SB Nation, coming up here a little bit later on today. Going to talk with him about the rest of the NFL, the scenario uh, for the Green Bay Packers to actually find themselves in the postseason, if indeed it should possibly happen. We'll get into that discussion coming up a little bit later on. Uh, you've also got, uh, you've also got, uh, some, let's see here. What else do we have today? You've also got, uh, this is uh Mark who says that, uh, today he says, uh, the Green Bay Packers begin their stretch run, which is actually the sound that I, po- I posted, uh, or actually the title that I posted. This is the stretch run and the scenario getting down the stretch run is the Packers have to win out which we all suspected, the Giants have to lose 3 out of 4. Washington has to lose 3 out of 4. Seattle has to lose 2 out of 4. I think the first portion of that is unlikely. That's, you know, I the Packers to win out, I I just I, I don't think it's going to happen. But I don't want to be the bucket of cold water on anybody else's optimism. But for the for the Giants to lose 3 out of 4, I can see it. I think they'll lose to the Vikings. I think they'll lose to the Eagles. And I think they'll lose to the Commanders. They play the Commanders. So for Washington to lose three out of four, and if they win this weekend, that means Washington then has to turn around and lose the next three out of three. They they could lose to the Niners, of course. They could lose to the
1: Cowboys, of course. They're not losing to the Browns. I don't think it's going to happen. I believe it's the Giants losing three out of four or Washington losing three out of four. Or... Yes, they don't both have to happen. You need oh, one of the okay. two. Well,
0: I could still see. Well, you know what? That could happen. I think the Giants. Put it this way: I think the Giants. They're they're done. I think the rest of their. I don't think they lose to the Colts, but I think they lose to Washington. I think they lose to Minnesota, and I think they lose to Philadelphia. I that happens. Okay, I do see. It, it says or there's a little tiny word or in the middle of all of that. Okay, I see that.
1: Oh, it's the classic the college depth chart move. Yes, the old right? or
0: designation. Uh, then Seattle Seattle will lose 2 out of 4. They'll probably get beat by the Niners this weekend. They got the Chiefs. They they could lose to the to the Jets as well. I don't think they lose to the Rams, but they could lose the next 3. Absolutely. But for the, the Giants to lose the next three out of four, whoever wins the game between the Giants and Washington mm-hmm. has a legitimate shot at losing three out of four. But the Packers to win out, I, say, I think certainly, uh, you know, I, you know what's really interesting, Ben, is everybody I talked to over the last 24 hours, it's like, wow, you know, once they get past uh, L.A. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What makes you think they're getting past L.A.? I don't look, LA a bad team. I, I agree with that, but we've been doing this all season long. Well, they should beat the Giants, and they didn't. Well, they should beat the Jets, and they didn't. You know, you start looking at the teams that they were losing. Oh, they're going to beat the Lions, and we said, "Well, wait a minute," because the Lions traditionally play the Packers pretty well at home. So, yeah, I'm not eh, that could that could that could not be an easy game for the Green Bay Packers. That that could be that could be somewhat troublesome. You know, well, they're going to be Washington. They should be Washington, no problem. And they, they lost. And then we knew they'd lose to the Bills. At least in the Bills game, we went, oh, maybe they found a run game. Maybe they discovered some things. And in the very next week, they come back and only put up nine against the Lions, remember? Now, they could have beaten the Commanders, yes. The Jets whooped their ass. They could have beaten the Giants, yes. They could have beaten the Lions, yes, had it not been for three different red zone turnovers, two of which were picks. They, they, they had a shot at possibly beating Tennessee, but Tennessee just beat them in the trenches and they played really well offensively against the Eagles. They just defense couldn't get off the damn field. So will the real green Bay Packers please stand up? And most likely it is what your record says you are. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not chalking it up as a win for against the Rams coming up on Monday night. Now, the Dolphins, I, the whole going to Florida thing, they don't win there. Remember, earlier this year it was ugly, but they knocked off Tampa Bay. They did win that game. So they won 14-12. to 12. It was an ugly game. Defensively, they played okay. Actually, they played pretty well. They only gave up 12 points against Tom Brady and company. But at the time, I mean, my God, they were the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were so incredibly banged up, it wasn't funny. But they won. To, so to say they never win in Florida, they did. Could they do the uh, the sweeps, uh, the kind of the most unlikely thing to happen? I, that's probably going to be their stumbling block. The Vikings, I think, one, are coming back down to earth a little bit, and two, I also think that that, that Lions game and that Vikings game, those two games, that's divisional revenge games. If they get past the next two games, the Rams and the Dolphins, and have a legitimate shot at getting in, I think the energy level changes. I think uh, two weeks off and giving the quarterback time to rest and and rest that thumb changes. I think getting Romeo Dobbs back can change things. There is reason for optimism. Whether or not it actually happens, eh, that's a whole other scenario. But what is your belief? Uh, I guess what we could do is put up a poll. That sounds like a poll question, doesn't it, Ben? Do you believe? With all the scenarios, the Packers can actually get themselves into the postseason. You know, then there's the sarcasm. Matt says, "This is the funniest tweet I've ever seen." Oh yeah, well, Matt, you're an asshole. Seven eight six seven sixteen seventy, eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, sixteen seven. You can hit us up. Uh, this one's from Jason. Uh, it says uh, the hardest part of the Green Bay Packers going into the postseason will actually be getting wins. Yes, they're going to be one of the hottest teams in the NFL, but they still don't have enough weaponry to beat a really good defense, in my opinion. Uh, Ron Talk Sports says the hardest part for the playoff scenario is just simply winning out for the Green Bay Packers. Brett says what was the best defensive performance all year? That was probably against Tampa Bay. Uh, Trevor says having been a fully healthy uh, wide receiving core all season long, Monday night they will finally be. Uh, Will everybody be back? On Monday night, I believe so, right? It looks like Dobbs will. It looked, so, you know, yes. Romeo Dobbs said yesterday he should be. So I would assume everybody is going to be back. And, yeah, Cobb's back, obviously. Yeah, they should have everybody back.
1: They should have everybody back. It's also off of bye week, so we don't get the old Matt LaFleur and the team somehow complaining about travel or the timeline or, oh, we're playing mm-hmm. a noon game, it's sleepy. Which is right. I feel like persisted throughout the season, right? Well,
0: I'll tell you this: if you <laughs> if you can't come out and get up for games that that you, you pinned your back against the wall, they every game matters and every play matters. If you can't get up for that, then you know if 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 I'm good at and you don't have a long term contract. You don't belong on this team. You don't belong anywhere in the NFL, for that matter. You know you're getting paid quite a bit of money now. Granted, it's different levels, but to go out and be competitive, to go out with pride, to go out and play for your your own contract as an independent contractor, all that stuff you you should be, you should be out doing that. And if you can't do that, then you have no business playing in the NFL. Just my opinion. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. This one is from uh, Dick. Dick says, uh, "Hey Bill, way to lead off the show, making me believe and get hope." Uh, I was all confirmed that the Green Bay Packers season was pretty much over, and now I wanted to go off and do other things on Sunday. Now I can't. Well, yeah, you can because they don't play till Monday. Ha! Ha! There you have it. I, look, I, I proclaimed their their season dead weeks ago. Weeks ago. The, the likelihood of this all happening is, is pretty nil. But there is a possibility. Going back to the mid-portion of the season, when you were looking at um, – say what the Giants were doing or Washington was doing, when you started getting into that, you thought, well, wait a minute. The Giants are for real. There's no way the Giants are going to start to falter, right? And then, sure enough, you start to look at the Giants, and you're thinking to yourself, man, they beat the Packers, they beat the Ravens, they knocked off the Jaguars. They lost a, a tough one to Seattle in Seattle. Then they come back against the Texans, and you're thinking to yourself, my God, this team's 7-2. and two. Well, since then, they, they've, they've lost three tied once. They haven't been able to put up a win since. And the team they just tied 20 to 20 with a couple of weeks ago, they've got them. So they're staring down the barrel of them again, but at their place this time, coming up this weekend. Then they've got a pretty tough Vikings team, even though everybody believes the Vikings. The Vikings, I believe, are a better version of New York. They're a good team. They're not a great team. Um, most people look at them while wow, they're going to be. Now, if it wasn't for the Eagles running away with the division, then you'd probably look and say, okay, which one's the less paper champion in the East? You'd probably say the Cowboys. But I don't think anybody believes that the Giants are a legitimate threat, much like the Vikings. But they do play the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a better team. They play the Vikings actually at U.S. Bank Stadium. Tough place to play. Then they get the Colts at home. They should win that game. But then their next game, the three tough games the Giants have to play too are all on the road. They play at Washington, at at Minnesota, and at Philadelphia. So it's, it's likely, knowing what we know and seeing what we've seen, that they lose down the stretch, that they lose three of their next four. It's likely. So that scenario becomes real, right? And then you look at the commanders and you say, well, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to necessarily get the job done either. But then again, if they get a win over the Giants, and they have to lose the next three. Now, they go on the road to San Francisco to play the 49ers in the, uh, the resurging Brock Purdy. So you could say, you know, that's, that's a tough one. They could very well lose that game. They're not losing at home to Cleveland. I just don't believe that. And then the Cowboys come a-calling. And the Cowboys, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be fighting for anything other than maybe a position. They could be fighting with uh, Minnesota at that point for the second, uh, you know, the overall second in uh, the NFC playoff-wise in seeding. But I think the Cowboys will still beat Washington. So the Washington Commanders could still win that thing because I don't think they're going to lose to the Browns. They could lose two, but I don't think they lose three of their next four. You know what I mean? So it's up to the Packers. Packers have a legitimate chance. And I mentioned Seattle before, and we were talking about, you know, the schedule and, and the way things are going to be playing out. And, and you look at Seattle and what Seattle has to do. to, to They have to lose two of their next uh, four And they've got the 49ers coming into their place this weekend, but then they go on the road to take on the Chiefs. Three of their next four are at home, though. The Jets then come into town. If they they beat the 49ers, chances are they could still lose two out of their next three. They could lose to the Chiefs and lose to the Jets, but I don't think they lose to the Rams. And the Rams game, that Rams game's actually in Seattle. Now, who knows, maybe the Rams get a resurgence because of baker mayfield and he starts to feel it or something but i kind of doubt it but there you go could it happen sure it could the likelihood of it uh, i i don't know if the packers have it in them to win out so there you go that's it that's your scenario uh, 867 1670. Hit us up. We'd love to talk to you. 867 1670. You want to find us over on Twitter at bill underscore Michaels at bill underscore Michaels. You can find Ben Kenny at Ben Z Kenny at Ben Z Kenny. You can also find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash the bill Michael show. We're on YouTube under uh, The Bill Michaels Show. You can find us on Twitch TV. You can find us on all the podcasts, which is Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts as well. The website, thebillmichaels.com. That's thebillmichaels.com. Find us over there. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back, get back into all of this. If you are a believer or not, which I don't think most of you are, but, you know, we'll see. And then kind of go from there. Good to hear a little bit from Luke Fickle today, some from from, uh, Aaron Rodgers yesterday. They had a light practice yesterday. They get back at it again tomorrow. So then their regular kind of work week begins. Instead of doing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they're going to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, getting in preparation for the Monday night contest. So they'll be back at it again tomorrow got mark Schofield coming up from sb nation we'll talk a lot of nfl overall with him and get his thoughts on the scenario for the green bay packers don't forget coming up tonight we're on the road we're at stenny's second and national walkers point we're going to be there for the bill michaels huddle tonight six to eight it is brought to you by bud light bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill michaels sports talk network but come on down tonight great wings really really good wings the bill michaels garlic cheese bread is going to be going and we're going to have a lot of fun down there this evening Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the
2: pocket. I said, hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket.
0: Can't wait for the weekend. Tell you why. Tell you why. Coming up, Friday night have it. just been really cranking busy, you know. So, uh, Friday night, nothing, not doing it. Kristen and I, not doing anything. We're heading downtown. We're gonna head down a Calderon Club, gonna grab really good, the best Italian food you're ever gonna have. Gonna have some Italian, see Gino, kind of familia type of thing, you know. Just enjoy, just enjoy ourselves down there, wash it down with uh, with the uh, the cider boys that they have from Point. And just sit back, relax. Maybe even a glass of wine. Who knows? But uh, I'm just looking forward to a relaxing Friday night. Get down there about seven. Sit at the end of the bar. Watch whatever on the tube. Just enjoy it. Cannot wait. Just coming up on on Friday night. Saturday night got some dinner with some friends. Uh, we you know we just saw, but we're just going to kind of go out a couple of couples and go enjoy uh, you know some holiday festivities. But uh, but Friday night nothing. It's just breathe. Just do nothing. Looking forward to it. Sunday, wake up, not a thing. I can't wait. It's a relaxing weekend coming up. But I encourage you, uh, like I'm doing, San Giorgio and Calderon Club. Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee. Terrific Italian food. You want the really good, authentic Napoletana, Napoliotana-style pizzeria, you go to San Giorgio. You go over there, you order from Robin, and and they make it right there, and it's personal. And it's, it just, it's so awesome. Or you go next door and you do the sit-down. You can do the spaghetti and meatballs. You can do the spicy saushina. You can do the chicken marsala is out of this world. But if you combine it and you say, I want the Bill Michaels, Alex knows. They put it together for you. A little more expensive, but it is like heaven in a bowl. It's fantastic. Um, But two great places. And and, uh, tell Gino we said hi if you get down there during the holiday season. Plus, you get to go downtown, you check out the lights a little bit. I know it's going to cool down, but check out the holiday lights. Everything that's up downtown. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. Ron says Vikings defense trash. Trash. Um Rye says, should the Packers win nine straight, they would be the NFL champions. <laughs> uh there you go. Uh, by the way, Kevin says, uh, the term rectal orifice is probably more user-friendly. Yeah, I know. That's okay. That's okay. Brett says, I'm going to be at uh, Lambeau on Monday night. I pray that this team shows up with temps possibly in the single digits. Yeah, you know what? We've been kind of lucky. We really have. Even going back to last year, we didn't have a lot of really freezing cold games. You know? We have not had um, – There, I, I still – Every year, every year that we don't have to have that game where I leave the press box to go to the post game show, wherever we're going, you leave the press box, you go downstairs, you run outside, and when the door opens, the wind coming around, usually from the west or the southwest, that is that bitter, cold, harsh, or even that northeast wind or uh, northwest wind, you come out of it because of the doors we come out, it's on the west side. You come out of that door and that wind hits you and that is that that freezing oh my God in, you know where you're taking your long overcoat and you're putting it up around your chin to keep the wind out from you know getting around your neck and down into your your shirt. We have not had that knock on wood lately it, we just we haven't endured that. so I can take cold. it's when you add the wind into it that's just brutal, you know. Uh, Unless, of course, you're like dressed for it, wearing a snowsuit or something like that. But, you know, you don't wear that up in the press box. You're wearing regular clothes with a coat. But then it makes that walk that much longer, you know. Oh, haven't had that in a while. So I'm uh, I don't hope I don't ever hope for bitter cold temperatures. You know why? Rogers, as Brett Favre aged, he didn't handle it very well. Rogers has not looked good in cold weather. You know, it's there's something about being younger and going, I got this, whatever, you know, bring it on. And then as you get old, it's like, man, it's cold out today, isn't it? Here we go. Oh, man, I got to look like a young guy, but I'm freezing my butt off out here, you know. So there you go. Uh, By the way, David says tickets uh, for the Monday night game uh, on Ticketmaster as low as 35 bucks. Fan confidence very low for what it's worth. No, I understand that, and rightfully so. Rightfully
1: so. Thirty-five bucks plus fifty dollars in processing yeah, fees. And yeah, it's the another um, twenty. Yeah, Ticketmaster. It's a Taylor Swift fee, I
0: think, is what they have. You know, something like that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't ever go through Ticketmaster. I if I if if the only place to get tickets are a Ticketmaster, I w- I won't. I won't go. I don't do it. Ticketmaster is pathetic. I, the, the fees that they add for just crap is ridiculous. And everybody's on to them now, and they're a monopoly, and nobody's doing anything about it. And so what I've just done is uh, every time there's something that I want to see and I look, and there it is on Ticketmaster, I write a note to the promoter and say, not going because you're with Ticketmaster. Talk to you later. And they look at me and go, who, who cares? We're sold out. It doesn't matter. You Screw you. And I say, okay, that's fine. You won't get my money. I save it and stay at home. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Want to find us? Please feel free. Let's go to Derek listening to us in Albany, New York. Derek, how you doing today, man? What's up?
3: Hey, Bill. Normally in Albany, I'm in Schenectady today to do some uh... shopping in my area and hit perfect. Get going. Get going before the time. They call me at, at your uh, pred at your earlier show. WDUZ calls me Derek in the one two three four five. I had three, <laughs> three quick yeah. My, my zip, well, they, that's what they call me because my zip code is within a half a mile of that. But uh, GE General Electric is one, two, three, four, five. It's less than a half a right. mile from me. I live in I live in a neighborhood, Bill, that's the oldest continuously lived-in neighborhood in the United States. It's called the Stockade. It's it's really old. It's a really old neighborhood what? with all kinds of I think ones.
0: I've actually heard of that.
3: Yeah. It's the oldest continuously lived-in neighborhood in the United States. It's kind of a cross between uh, Greenwich Village and Cape Cod. It's, a, it's an interesting okay. place.
2: I one really way- don't care.
3: <laughs> I know one way, one way streets are terrible I know people don't care but uh, anyway Bill I had three quick things for you and then one of your callers gave me an idea for a fourth and I will be quick with this he said if we win nine games in a row we're NFL champions if we were to win nine games in a row Bill I'm going to tell you what crazy thing could happen I think Aaron Rodgers if we did that he walks away at that point because yeah, yeah. let me say well why would he walk away from 50 something million dollars because he gets so many endorsements from doing that that he wouldn't have to so that's my other point The Washington team. Bill, if Washington wins, the problem with them winning is then they'd have to lose the next three. have to lose three in a row. So I don't Mm -hmm. know, should we root for the Giants or Washington? It's just one of them has to lose three out of four. So I don't think it matters. And I was at the Jets game... I was at that game in Green Bay, and I know you're saying the Jets killed us, but it wasn't the case. We had exact total yards as they did, and we had one more first down than they did. They just made mm-hmm. plays. They, they blocked a right. punt for a touchdown, and they had a, a, an end around or some crazy play, but that's how we, we lost the game. And the last yeah, thing Yeah, Bill... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah.
0: But, they, but the defensively up front, they whooped the ass of the Green Bay Packers. When they needed to make plays and continue a drive, they couldn't do it. The, the Jets' defense dominated that line of scrimmage.
3: I'm nodding my head in agreement on that because I was there watching it. And here's my fourth thing. This would be – got a good sense of humor, Bill, kind of a goofy sense of humor now and then, which I really like. How about a great Saturday night live bit? You could do it for any team in any situation. Well, let's do it for tomorrow night's game, 49ers and Seahawks. You know, it's pregame, and the coach is trying to get people fired up, and he's like, do you know how important this is for the Green Bay Packers? It's really uh-huh. important for them. <laughs> you know, you can do it for, right? in any situation. You know, it's important, you know, it's important for this, you know, the Jets on on Sunday. It's important for us to beat the Detroit Lions because it really helps the Packers and we want to be in this holiday season, we want to be altruistic.
0: Yep. Okay. Oh, I money, I get money it. Money yeah. No, I could I could see that happening. I was, I could see the I could see the Manning's doing it for God's sake. Oh, on a Manning God. cast. Get a, yes. somebody
3: get a tweet out to them to do that. I think it'd be hysterical.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right. All right, Ben. Dry- Appreciate it, bud. Thanks for listening to us and In- activate. Oh! <laughs> You're just killing people over there. You're the button killing people. eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy Uh you want to hit us up? Do it again Eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. Uh, this one is from uh, the Raging AZ, uh, who says, Imagine how pissed the haters would be if it actually worked out and the Packers went to the playoffs. Oh, they, they'd they be gone. AZ, they'd be gone. They, uh, the one thing I have learned about the world of social media is it, it is filled with cowards and people with zero character zero. Here's the thing. We sit here every day and we preach it, pontificate it, we break it down, we give you our thoughts, our opinions, statistics, the whole thing, and we try to back up our argument with what it is, we th- and then what it is you think, and then we can either change our minds or give you uh, the reason why that won't happen or why we think that won't happen or agree to disagree, whatever, okay? And we're here. So then the next day, if it happens, we come on and we go, okay, you know, whatever, move on, and we get, we look like we have some semblance of credibility, or we're wrong and we come on and go, Psh, blew that one, you know, didn't get that one right. And we move on from there. We explain what happened and where we went wrong and everything else. People on social media, they are so ballless. No character, none at all, none at all. The vile things. And the stuff that people say and tweet and post and, and email and such, and a lot of times they don't even email you from a real email address because they're too cowardly, they would never, ever say to you in public. They would never say it to your face. They never do. I have had I, I, just 23 years of just in this state alone. In this state alone, I have had some of the worst things ever said to me, you know, even that's prior to my career when I was in when it was in Ohio. Never, I've never had one person say anything to me in public. Never. Not once. So there is a ton of Twitter cowards with no character, and they will never come back. They'll never come back and go, you were right, I was wrong, or boy, there was a chance. Now I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying here's the facts of what could possibly happen. You know, what could possibly go right for the Green Bay Packers that they could find themselves in in the postseason? There's something to that. But beyond that, there's nothing else. It's not like I'm saying it's going to happen, but you know what? You have to live on a little bit of hope, right? The fan in me wants it to happen. The person that's relatively sensible (laughs) says it could, but the likelihood of it is it won't. Because my reliability factor would come from the Green Bay Packers winning out, and I don't think they can do that. And am I doubting them? Yes. I get the Packers fans say, how can you doubt our team? Doesn't mean I'm not rooting for them. It means that I can't unsee what I've seen. I can't unsee that pathetic performance in Detroit. I can't unsee that pathetic performance in in London. I can't unsee them getting whipped up front by the New York Jets at home. I can't unsee that pathetic game against the Washington Commanders. I can't unsee that. I can't unsee bad passes. I can't unsee missed tackles. I can't unsee drop balls. I can't unsee it. It has been a pathetic display of football pretty much up until you want to say maybe late in the game against the Bears. It's been a bad season of ugly, unfundamental, poor football. You can't unsee it. So, is there a chance? Sure there is. Maybe it just clicks after the uh, after the break. But no. There you go. 877 867 1670. Hit us up, 877 867 1670. We'd love to hear from you more on The Bill Michael Show coming up now. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, Bill Michaels Show. We continue on, and uh, good to have you. Uh, If you are looking for a getaway, something to do, New Year's Eve and such, uh, or just maybe, you know, a holiday getaway, uh, even after the new year, uh, check out our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. They are in Pembine, Wisconsin, Pembine, Wisconsin, up on the beautiful Muscano Island. And uh, it's, it's a, just a lot of fun. It's a really cool place. And it was good to see Barb and her husband Steve. They came down for the weekend and, and spent uh, some time with us down here for the party this past weekend. But they have a really cool New Year's Eve party going on in Pembine. They have got wine tastings. They've got a chocolate festival coming up in January. they got so much going on. Check out TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. That's TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. But if you get a hold of Barb, and you tell her you heard it here, you got automatically 15% off your room. That's the way we've been doing it. Because before, they were giving you something special. They gave you either a meal or a bottle of wine, and which is nice. But if it's a $15 bottle of wine, it's, you know, if you get uh, you know $150 bucks for a room, we'd rather give you more money off the room. You know what I mean? So get a hold of it. And I don't know what the room costs are, but I'm just giving you an example. But get a hold of Barb, 715-324-5800. That's 715-324-5800. And uh, tell them you're with us, and uh, they'll give you the discount. Or just get a hold of her at barb, B-A-R-B, at the 4 Seasons Wisconsin.com. Barb at the4seasonswisconsin.com. As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to be heading up there probably in January. Uh, Hopefully, we're talking about Packers playoffs at that point, but probably in January at some point. So there you go. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh the uh Tom says, don't forget when you say you can't unsee things, he says you can't unsee what Joe Barry hasn't brought to the team. Which that's a very good point. Can't unsee what Joe Barry has not brought to the team. Um Phil says Packers went out and make the playoffs, and then what? There is no way they win the Super Bowl or even make it that far. And if you think that they're going to get a ring, this is the reason marijuana should be illegal for folks. No, Phil, I'm not saying that. But you have to admit that if they win out, they will have won five straight. They will have beaten two relatively good teams to get there. And they will be one of the hottest teams in the National Football League going into the postseason. Short of, say, if Philadelphia wins out. Right? You can't, you can't, you know, ignore that. And let's just say, okay? Uh and, and let me let me play the I'm going to be the positive Pete, the positive Pete at this minute. Um this is my thought. Okay? And I I want to see if you agree with this or not. Okay? Here's a thought here. So at the beginning of the season, going back to the beginning of the season, Short of Rashawn Gary going down with a season-ending injury and Stokes being down for quite some time with that ankle. Okay. At the beginning of the th- this season, we thought, Ben, am I wrong? We thought the defense would be better, right? Yes. I think so. We, we thought it would be better. We thought the offense, ah, get by without Devontae. It'll take a while. They'll use Tanyan more, the running backs more. But once Bakhtiari comes back, the offensive line gets settled, Elton Jenkins is good, All of that. They'll be okay, right? We thought that too. And then we thought they bring in Rich Passaccia and the special teams are going to get better. I think we all agreed upon that. Now, we found a, a, a kick returner in Kayshawn Nixon. The field goals, while anything beyond 50, isn't necessarily splitting the uprights. But for the most part, everything else has been pretty good. Coverage has not been bad. Right? Coverage has been okay. O'Donnell has been really solid as a punter. He's maybe had, what, one gaff, two gaffes all season long? Hasn't been that bad. Right? Okay. So for everything we've talked about, if by chance, let's say, the defense does get better. Fundamentally, they just get better. Fundamentally, they just tackle. You know, Savage comes back and plays better, and, you know, it, it, you know, with the the thought of possibly making it to the postseason, knowing your backs are against the wall and every game's a must-win, but there's a chance, you know, suddenly you're like, whoa, wait a minute, and there's a different pep in your step. You're just a half-step quicker, which means it's not an arm tackle. It means it's, you're getting your shoulder into somebody now, right? There's a little more energy. There's a little more, oh, my God, we couldn't have sucked any worse if we had to at the beginning of the season. We still got a shot. Let's do this. Maybe, maybe, it begins to materialize. And maybe Joe Barry gets a little more aggressive defensively and stops playing 10 yards back on a third and six. Maybe that happens. Now, maybe monkeys fly out of my ass. That could happen too. But I think the likelihood of the Packers getting better versus the monkeys are probably more, you know, more of a percentage-wise in favor of the Green Bay Packers. You sure? I could be. <laughs> I was rolling there, man. So, But you, you see what I'm saying? It could be better. It could happen. So if that happens in the team that we thought we had at the beginning of the year, which hasn't shown up, but starts to show up at the end of the year. Because remember, they could have won against Detroit. They could have beaten the Giants. Those two wins alone, and they're sitting in the postseason. And you're still sitting here with hope going, you know what? This this team isn't so bad. We can't unsee some of this stuff. But I'm just trying to say, okay, here's the positive Pete. That, that's all I'm saying. That if indeed you look at it that way and you say, not bad. Positive P to me. Here it is. Could the Packers? Could the Packers do this going into the postseason? You know, you would probably say, okay, let's say the 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 team second in the uh, in the standings, which uh, behind um, behind the Eagles at this point uh, would be the Minnesota Vikings. Well, okay, let's hold off on that for a minute because if Minnesota wins the North. If San Francisco gets a couple more wins, God forbid they end up playing San Francisco, but you'd play it in a warm weather, or you'd play Minnesota in a dome, or you'd play Tampa Bay there. But if the Packers are the last team in, they at this point in time would face Minnesota in Minnesota. Now, we all know things can go horrifically wrong there. Understand. Would you rather play Minnesota or would you rather play the number one ranked defense in the San Francisco 49ers? I think I'd rather play Minnesota. I'd rather play Minnesota there, to be quite honest with you. So are they winning a Super Bowl? No. Ninety five point nine 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 percent, ninety nine point nine percent says says no. But I if they beat Minnesota, who knows? Who knows? stop with the 2010 remember they had to beat the giants and the bears to get in and once they did they were the hottest team in football but yeah but yeah they had look at the look at the weapons they had and they also had the defensive player of the year and they had a steady pass rush on the outside and clay matthews they got the best season ever out of aj hawk and they were running through you know other outs opposite outside linebackers like they were water and they also had a rotation of five big bodies up front that were just good they were beasts. they were winning in the trenches which then allowed Charles Woodson and Nick Collins and Tremont Williams and Sam Shields and everybody else that was in the secondary to really capitalize on that. They don't have that. they got to get it done in different ways. they got to just hold it off. And they don't have the same weaponry. They don't have Greg and Donald and Jermichael and Jordy and and, and Donald and, and everybody else that they had. They don't have all of that. I think I said Donald twice. They don't have that. It would be the onus would be on Aaron Rodgers to get them there. I don't think they can, but to get to the postseason, to garner your interest, to make it, to make this season feel better, yeah,
1: you know. Brief Mm -hmm. counterpoint. Yes. What if they do all that, and because they made the playoffs and went on a, eh, yeah, semi-impressive run, eh, yeah, a little bit impressive. No one gets fired. Joe Barry comes back. They run it back. No improvements are made. Um. Then it would be one of the dumbest things they could ever do.
0: It really would be. It, now, my question would be, are you winning because of or in spite of?
1: Because you'd have to ask that question. I would, ins- I would assume in spite of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but again, we can't unsee what the first point. Because you think to yourself, okay, had they played better defense, had they been more fundamentally sound, had they actually decided to press man, and play a little bit more aggressively early on in the season, would they have been a barely eking in seed, or would they have been maybe a two seed? Could they have won the division? Could they have done more? There's no way you can unsee what Joe Barry has done. There's no way. And if you'd keep Joe Barry, you'd have to be an absolute idiot. And I think Matt LaFleur would lose a ton of credibility with his fan base. And it would also be, how do you win games? You know, say you flip-flop the score against the Eagles. You know, 40-33 in favor of the Green Bay Packers. Well, we're still looking at a team that put up 33 in the Packers because the defense was terrible. It's a win, but the defense couldn't stop anybody. It doesn't change the fact that the defense has been bad. And I I, I think more, and I know people don't want to hear this, I, as much as I think Joe Barry um, and, and some of his lack of aggression is to, is to be at fault... I also look at the trenches and think they just don't have it. They don't have it. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show and a lot of good talk today. Good stuff coming up today. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
2: The Packers had a light workout yesterday. Safety Darnell Savage was back from his foot injury. So was linebacker Kingsley Enagbare, injured in the Bears game. The only player missing, David Bakhtiari, still recovering from surgery after having his appendix removed. Head coach Matt LaFleur on how first-year player Zach Tom has done, filling in a left guard, sometimes on short notice.
1: Zach has is- been super reliable, which is really cool to see, especially a rookie going in. It was nice that we had at least a little bit of time to prepare for it, but it's unfortunate for Dave, certainly. He was bummed. And I think Dave's been playing some really good ball.
2: In L.A., the Rams quarterback, John Wolford, has a neck injury and will be out Monday night. That means Baker Mayfield will start against the Packers. Mayfield says the turnover of coaches he went through at the Browns and Panthers may have helped him in his emergency fill-in for the Rams.
1: You know, I I used to not necessarily complain about the fact that I had that many different offensive systems and having to learn that, but it came in handy when having to learn a crash course and being able to relate certain things and, uh, you know, Sean's protection scheme is similar to Bill Callahan's who I had in Cleveland. So that knocks out a big chunk of the learning curve um, and just trying to learn all the, the motions and the terminology for that.
2: Aaron Rodgers was on the McAfee show and says what Baker Mayfield did in that win over the Raiders was unique. I think you got to look at that game as an outlier. The fact that Baker played, uh, the fact that they had to score twice in the fourth quarter to win. They went on a, what, a 90-some-yard drive to win the game. Uh Pretty impressive. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's covered All, Wisconsin's best canvas upholstery and bow cover bri- provider. The interesting thing that was uh, at the party on Saturday night was we had a lot of different business owners and friends that own businesses who all kind of collaborate. And uh, my buddy Jeff from Stolly's Hog Alley uh, was talking about the awning that they're going to put up for their new outdoor patio when they get ready to open uh, their newly renovated uh, bar at Stoley's Hog Alley. And I said, well, wait a minute. The awning, there's Dwayne. From Dwayne's Cover It All. That's what he does. He does awnings. He does canvases, upholstery, whatever it happens to be. He does outdoor awnings and such for businesses. There he is. So they collaborated. Next thing you know, done. Got it done. Got it done. Reasonable price, all that kind of stuff. Fantastic stuff. And uh, get a hold of my buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All. 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. One hour down. We have got uh, three more yet to go. Coming up a little bit, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to be joining us. We'll chat with him, talk a little NFL, get his thoughts on the likelihood or unlikelihood of the Packers making a run. Stay tuned to a whole lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. The Bill Michaels Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.